Welcome to Adventist Reflections, your network sharing character-building ideas. The ideas shared here are not professional advice. If you need advice, consult with your doctor. Now, to discuss character-building ideas, here is your host, Dr. Danzy. Hi family, welcome back to the Adventist Reflections podcast. Today is episode 7 of the book of Hebrews, and it is based indeed on chapter 7 of the same book. It was Saturday night, and I was about hmm, 17, 18 years old, and I was driving on the streets in a city in Mexico. The streets were quite empty. I was driving around at very low speed, trying to find a good place to park, to meet some friends later on at a given venue. Suddenly, without much notice, my eyes caught a police car flashing its blue and red lights at me. As innocent as I thought I was, I immediately felt unsettled. I knew I knew I was not guilty, or so I thought, and yet uh, I sensed some fear. Uh, this fear arose through my mind, and I became quite overwhelmed. As I stopped, the police made me aware that I had gone through a red light. I immediately apologized and made sure I mentioned um, that I was not even aware that I committed such a traffic offense. However, as innocent as I might have sounded. I was not. Apparently, I did went through a red light at such low speeds. There was no proof. I didn't even notice. But the police seemed to have been able to eat their proverbial donuts, turn their flashlights, and pursue me with a much rush. One thing became evident. It did not matter if I thought I was innocent or not, nor did it matter if after being made aware of my traffic violation I apologized with my whole heart. The police were nevertheless there to try and do what, unfortunately, many Mexican policemen did back then, extortion some money out of my wallet. Unfortunately to them, I had very little money that they would have considered a good revenue to their corrupted way of living. So they took my driver's license instead and let me drive off. The Christian experience might be like this. We mess up. Sometimes we don't even know that we messed up, but we still messed up. Sometimes we sin knowingly and at times we ask for forgiveness and sometimes we let our conscience be seared to such sins and try to forget a wicked deed. Sometimes we are made aware of something we did and that we did not know was not right doing. Just like what happened to me. I didn't know I did wrong and apparently I did. In all circumstances, we are in need of someone who can help us out. Yes, in a traffic offense, we pay our debt. But with sin, there is no way for us to repay such debt. It's too big. It's too great. We are not 
violating a man-made law. We are violating the throne and government of God himself. Hebrews chapter 7 speaks to us of a high priest that goes beyond anyone who can intercede for us. In chapter 7, we speak of this high priest. Now, let's go back a little bit because in previous chapters in the book of Hebrews, it was already spoken about Christ being a high priest. One that goes beyond anything we could have asked for. One that can indeed empathize with us because he was tempted uh, like we have been tempted And he did not do the wrong thing. He passed all the tests. Now, in Hebrews chapter 7, it speaks to us about a high priest after the order, the, the order of Melchizedek. First, the context for the, for the audience of Hebrews. God himself through Moses appointed Levites to be the priests and high priests to intercede to the people of God and for the people of God in their sins, making them uh, making a system for reconciliation between God and men. And this system was possible through the sacrifices of animals because of faith. We spoke about that in previous episodes. Go and check them out. Like lambs, for example. These same high priests needed to sacrifice an animal for himself first, So the high priest can be cleansed from all his sins and be in the presence of God ministering for the people who came later on to be cleansed from their own sins. So then after the high priest sacrificed for himself, then he sacrificed for all people's sins. This system under the old system of the law was to point to what was to come. And this system was passed from generation to generation. And it became such a tradition that was so hard for the people to let go as this was in their minds the only sacred way to be reconciled with God. So, when the author of Hebrews speaks about a better high priest, people are hesitant. So Paul, who is believed to be the author of the book of Hebrews, enters into the task of intellectually needing the people to understand that their faith has to be in this better and best high priest. In doing this, he makes a few points clear. Thank you. Hey family, have you listened to our mental health podcasts? Listen to Dr. Danzi and Dr. Nard's ridiculously serious ideas shared in a fun, frank and transparent conversation. The Gluten Time podcast is your podcast. You can also find a version in Spanish called La Hora del Gluten. Remember, Gluten Time podcast. Christ was appointed after the order of Melchizedek. In previous chapters, he already clarified that Christ is God, that he also came as fully human, and that he was also appointed by God, the Father and the Holy Spirit, as the chosen one. Now, he reaffirms this by saying that he is a high priest after Melchizedek. 
The Hebrews, knowing well the book of the law of Moses, will have known well who Melchizedek was, or at least at the superficial level. But perhaps some who thought the story a superficial, nice story, the author of Hebrews needed to remind them who Melchizedek was. What was it was something like a mystery, perhaps, for some. He was called the king of righteousness and the king of peace. One that nobody knows where he comes. And one who nobody knows where he went or whether he died or where he died. If this was not enough, the author clearly points the obvious. Abraham, the father of all faith and the father of the nation, the one who by default is the seed of the Levites who were the high priests, gave honor by paying tithe. To Melchizedek. So when he speaks that Christ is appointed as a high priest after the order of Melchizedek, he is saying, just like Melchizedek was not a Levite, so Christ does not have to be a Levite. Even if Christ is from the tribe of Judah, so he can be a high priest. Just like Melchizedek seemed to have no Precedence or precedence, nor do we know his outcome in life, so is Christ, God Himself, eternal. Christ is not only the perfect high priest because he was human and tried our sufferings, endured them, and was success, successful at as, as not falling for the human temptations, but also he is God Himself, perfect, appointed as the chosen one by God of an order beyond the Levite, of an order beyond human sacrificial systems. Not only that, God brings better hope because he does not stop his ministry for us like the Levites who come to live and die having to pass the baton to another one. God is eternal. Jesus Christ is eternal. When I came home that Saturday night, I was still scared of the consequences of not having a driver's license, of what's going to happen to me. Is the police going to come to chase me in my own home? Am I going to go to jail? What's going to happen to somebody who has been caught, apparently, driving through a red light? What's going to happen for me for being an illegal driver? I did not know what to do. So I did what I thought was best, and I pitifully uh, asked and reached to my father. I helped. I held nothing back from him and I told, told him what took place. My dad, being the man he was, he gave me reassurance. And on Monday, he took me to attend with him the transport office. Needless to say, my heart was pounding. I was sweating. I was not feeling very comfortable. I knew that. I did wrong because I was told I did wrong. Even if I didn't know I did, I did wrong. There, at that office, I learned that my dad was a good friend of the Minister for Transport. It quickly became evident that I had nothing to fear for someone who could intercede was there with me and was interceding on my behalf. My Adventist Reflections family, the devil is out there seeking to extortion you, to drive up to the last drop, up to the last drop of your faith. 
His hope is that you give up your faith, to give up on seeking to do what is right, though the heavens fall. Our enemy, the enemy of Christ, is seeking to put all blame on you when you have done wrong in hopes that there will be no way out, that you will feel so guilty that you think that you are doomed. He hopes for you to be doomed indeed. But it is here that the beautiful plan of salvation comes to play a role in your life should you decide to agree and accept it. Christ is able to fully save all of whom come to God through him. He will never die and he will continue to intercede for us as a high priest until God's plan for salvation is complete. Our high priest is harmless and pure, different from sinners. He is now ministering for us in the sanctuary in heaven above as the high priest that is perfect. He does not have to sacrifice animals for himself every day as the Levite priest had to do and some even do today. Christ died for our sins once and for all time when he offered himself as a sacrifice. The law of Moses appointed men who were imperfect to serve us as high priests. But the ceremonial law expired at Christ's crucifixion. God himself, he took an oath and made his son our high priest, one who is, was, and is continuing to be the perfect sacrifice, the perfect high priest who is the perfect one forever. It is my desire that as God calls you to embrace Christ for whom he is, for being God himself and for what he did in his full humanity here on earth, you might also embrace the rest offered to you, the mental clarity and rest being made possible by Christ himself. A rest that is laid down under the foundation of belief, of faith, of faith that obeys him who calls you to act the way he will have you act and who calls you to go wherever he will have you to go. A faith that is anchored is anchored in him who calls you not to give up on your Christian experience but to keep going trusting that he has run the race himself and he knows how to be victorious so he can also give you the same victory. Yes, Christ, the one who can cleanse you from sin and intercede for you as the perfect sacrifice and perfect high priest. My name is Dr. Dancy and today I love Christ, my God, my Savior, the promised Son that takes away my sins so I return to them no longer. The one who I believe, the one in whom I have rest, the one who calls me out of darkness into a better life and living, a life fulfilled in contentment in Him. The one who says, don't give up, press on, for I am your perfect sacrifice and your perfect high priest. How about you? Thank you for staying with us. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter as Adventist Reflections. Remember, you are phenomenally created.